welcome to The Last Track, where we help people showcase the last track of their life story in their final wishes. I am your host, Brian Norris, the co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home in Newport, Oregon. Just like a song can bring you back to a day, a time, and a memory, so too can a well-planned service. Today we're going to be talking about funeral etiquette, and a lot of times I get questions from family and from uh, friends and that type of thing about what is appropriate at a funeral. And some of it, there's right answers, and some of it, honestly, there is no real right answer, because every funeral can be unique to the individual life that was lived. So sometimes I tell people, well, you know, if... If Bob didn't like to wear suits and ties and wasn't stuffy and all that kind of stuff, maybe maybe that service is going to look more like a celebration of life where you're going to have a little bit of Pat Benatar playing or Stairway to Heaven or Aerosmith, or it might be a very formal, almost like described as a stiff affair because it's going to be extremely formal, extremely traditional. And so we're going to talk about a lot of that kind of stuff, because frankly, the first thing that you can do if you have a question about a funeral is to maybe ask the family, what kind of affair is this going to be? And they should be able to tell you, but let's go through it. First, if you're going to a funeral that's going to be held at a funeral home, a funeral parlor, a church, a lodge, or something like that, where there's going to be a lot of people attending and there's going to be a casket present, that is called a funeral. If you're going to a service where you're going to be in any of those other places, a chapel, the funeral home, a funeral parlor, a church, that type of thing, and there's going to be an urn present, that's going to be a memorial. So if you're worried about saying the right thing, if the body is present, if the decedent is there, it's going to be a funeral service. If there's not going to be the decedent there, it's going to be a memorial. So if there's an urn or nothing, it's a memorial service. A lot of times as you get there, the first thing you'll do is you come in and you'll see that as you're coming in, there's going to be what they call a register book sitting there. And you might have a person standing there directing you to sign in. What you're doing is you're signing a register book for the family so that says you were present. And there's no rule that you have to sign. You're not going to get kicked out if you don't. But if you want the family to know that you were present, then please feel free to sign the guest book or the register book. A funeral assistant may be there standing off to the side, and they can take like condolence cards. If you brought some cards that you want to give to the family, because that is a very appropriate thing to do, is to get a card of condolence. That funeral assistant can take it, or there may be a basket nearby that says, you know, condolence cards, that type of thing. 
you can place that in the basket or you can give it to the assistant who will put it in the basket for the family. Maybe you've decided to bring some flowers and you want the flowers to be present either up with, you know, up at the front for people to see or it might be out in the lobby type of a thing. But the funeral assistant can take those flowers from you as well if that's what you want to do. A lot of times there's going to be pictures on posters around in the lobby as you're go- or in the narthex or that type of thing, depending on, you know, before you go in to where the service is actually going to take place. And, you know, take some time, look at the pictures, look at the different memorials. A lot of times there'll be a table set up and maybe the person was an artist and there'll be all kinds of different art uh, display or there might be some sculptures or there might be, you know, I've, I've been there where they had the chainsaw sitting on the table because the person was a logger. Well, you know, you can go and you can go look at those things. You can mingle with others. And then generally, sometime before the service begins, you'll need to make your way in and find a seat. And that, honestly, can be some of the most terrifying things to do because you're not sure what to do. Well, usually, if you're in a chapel or if you're in a building, the front seats are going to be reserved for family, immediate family. And you might be a cousin. And you might go, oh, should I sit with the family? Well, ask the family. Or if you're feeling uncomfortable about that, there's lots. There's generally public seating behind the ones, and you'll see it maybe roped off. You'll see, or you'll see little reserved signs on the seats or on the pews. A lot of times, in very formal services, the family stays outside and in the narthex or in the lobby outside. And they gather together, they might say a prayer um, with the priest or the pastor, and then they all process in at once, and then they sit in the very front. And that's a very formal way of doing things, but you'll see that those chairs have been roped off so that that way a family can sit up in that area. But you can find a seat and then wait. So the next part during the service If you're in a very formal service and you're at a church or that type of thing, and the casket is going to be brought in, like you might have seen the casket sitting out in the narthex, and then they'll gather up, and then there'll be a a prayer that'll be said. Maybe Maybe a pall will be placed on the casket and some prayers. And then as the casket is brought in, that it's very appropriate at that point in time to stand up to honor the person that's having their service that day. So as the casket is brought in, you stand up. And then as the casket goes by and goes to the front, generally you sit after the family has sat down, if they have processed in with the casket. The pastor, the preacher, the the priest will also let you know you may be seated, and they'll generally say something like that. The service is is led by an officiant. That officiant might be a celebrant. It might be a family member that was asked to essentially officiate at the services and run through and and, uh, basically go through a program and announce parts of the program. It could be done by a pastor, a priest, a minister, a celebrant. Whoever is at the front and 
telling people to sit down, stand up, and talking about what the what the schedule is of events, that's the officiant. There will be a time during the service that there might be some songs. Um, they may be sang. Uh, you might be listening to uh, pre-recorded music. Uh, there may be somebody up there with a a vocalist that may be singing. Somebody may be playing an organ, a piano, that type of thing. Then generally there's going to be a, a eulogy or a life story that's presented. If you're at a Catholic, Episcopalian, those types of things, you will be attending what's called a funeral mass. And there will be a set outline of that mass. And then there will be time set aside to talk about the decedent. There may be a sharing time. Generally, whoever's officiating might make an announcement saying, we're going to be, there's going to be a time that we'll be sharing memories. And you might stand in place and share the memory. There might be a microphone brought up to you to be able to speak into. Or you might be invited to walk forward and be at the podium and speak. There may be a time as well. The family might have set aside some time for memories to be read. If that's the case, you might jot down a memory, put it into a box that's being passed around, and then the officiant or somebody that's reading will read that memory, especially if you're not sure you can say the memory without crying and be able to get through it. That's very appropriate, and we offer that all the time. There's a video tribute out there now, and they've been around now for a number of years, but a lot of people still don't know about them. And that's where the funeral home or a family might gather photos together and uh, have some music played with it as it's being presented. And there might be a 10, 15-minute video. And those are actually really very popular and very good to really help celebrate the life of the person that has passed. You might witness some religious or some military customs. And you can refer to those in, a, in our other podcasts that cover religious and military customs. But just you know, shortly, you, you might see a flag on a casket that gets taken off. And you'll hear taps being played, which is the final call for any service member that has passed away. And then you'll see the flag folded and presented. It generally will. This is one of those things in a movie that you watch that actually is pretty close to how it is in the movie, minus the 21-gun salute. But you might see some religious or some military or fraternal customs presented during that time. After the funeral, that's where it can be a little bit confusing, and and you might be very nervous about that. But after a funeral, sometimes there's a meal that people are invited to, to take place or to go to somewhere, like a gathering there might, if the casket is present, there may be a graveside that you go to, and you're welcome to go to that if the family invites you. Sometimes that's private family time. And there are some times where there's a meal given while the family goes to the graveside, and then the family comes back. And at a graveside, there may be some prayers said as the casket is placed in its final resting place. There might be refreshments. You might even be asked to bring refreshments if it's going to be a, like a potluck type of a thing. But yes, you can stay there. One of the quest- questions that I get sometimes is 
at the end of the service and as we're leaving to go to the refreshments or to talk and mingle, what's appropriate? Well, again, anything can be appropriate to what the family wants, but a lot of times what I suggest is at the end of the the funeral service, whoever's officiating or the funeral director will invite people to remain in their seats as the family, the immediate family, is escorted out first. That way they can, because generally they're sitting up in the first you know, three rows, they get escorted out to the lobby or to the, a gathering room, and then the rest of the, the congregation can leave after them. Sometimes the family does leave first. And if you're going to be processing it with cars to the graveside, make sure you listen and follow the directions of the funeral director. And I, and I say that as being a funeral director. Listen and follow the directions of the funeral director because they will give you some instructions. They'll usually give you something to place in the up on the dash of your car that says funeral procession. Generally at the front, you're going to have a hearse and it's going to be, you know, have a lights going. You may have an escort where guys on motorcycles will be going ahead to stop traffic as you're going through stop signs. They've already scheduled and set that up with the city so that they can legally go through the city and go through stoplights. When the lights turn green and yours are still red, you can still go through as long as the police are there, but you don't want to proceed if they haven't secured that intersection yet. So that's, that gives you a little bit of idea. Some of some, some of the customs and the things that take place at funerals Again, if you want to get some specifics on religious uh, or military, fraternal, that type of thing, go to those other podcasts. They'll talk about those. Well, we have reached that time in our podcast where we take a time and we take a moment and we remember all the families that are experiencing a loss and we light a virtual candle in their memory. Let's take a moment. Hopefully this gives you some ideas and hopefully it takes away some of that uh, trepidation that you might have about attending a service of a friend or a loved one. And this might be your first. So thank you for listening. If you want to know a little bit more about Bateman Funeral Home, you can you can go to our website at www.batemanpacificview.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, that type of thing, and you want to send us an email, you can send it to info at batemanpacificview.com. Thank you for listening, and please share us. Tell your friends and family if they might be interested in these topics. Please share us. Thank you so much.